When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Beautiful day in central Indiana. And so we go outside, we go to the back 40, we talk about sports. We're going to talk about the Colts and the reasons for optimism this offseason. And that's the primary reason for optimism is we've got a full uh, seven months until the opener, right? So we got a long time to think about free agency, think about the combine, think about the draft, think about how this roster is constructed, time to think about the health of some of the guys who are going to come back for the Colts, that kind of thing. We got a lot to be optimistic about. And as we go through all these mileposts, whether it's free agency, that period, whether it's the draft, we know... We know that the reasons for optimism are going to wither and fall from the proverbial tree. We understand that. But for the time being, for the next couple of months, we're going to be able to indulge in them. Dan asked me about that today on his radio show on, uh, you know, Indy Sports Ticket. Uh, Dan Dockich is on every single day, 1430 a.m. on Indy. That's Indy Sports Ticket. And in Mondays at 2 o'clock, I go on and we talk about sports like we would just sitting around at Wolfie's over a beer. And, and he said, you optimistic about the Colts? I said, you bet your ass. And he said, I knew you would be. Because we are. We cannot be proven wrong in our optimism for another seven months. That is an awesome stretch of road where we're... We're going to feel good about ourselves, but here's what's going to happen, and I'm telling you so you don't get too disappointed. The Colts are going to sit out the first week of free agency because they always do. That's what history tells us. Chris Ballard does not overspend on uh, free agents ever, ever, ever. And early in free agency, you tend to overspend, and then later on you get some, some reasonable deals. Chris Ballard is all about the deals, and so you don't wind up getting players who are altogether that good, but you never make a bad deal that kind of puts you behind the eight ball as you try to build your roster anyway. The draft. We don't know who's going to be available at 15, which means anybody can be available at 15. We'll talk about that a little bit. Health. Of course, we're talking about Anthony Richardson. How healthy is he going to be? What's that arm going to look like as he's had the AC joint surgically repaired? And hopefully by the time we get to minicamp in three months, he will have thrown a lot of balls and his arm is going to look terrific and he's still going to be hitting the roof and he's still going to be throwing the ball 75 yards. I don't know why that's a good thing. Did you see anybody throw a ball that far yesterday? No, you did not. You saw Mahomes uncork one about 60. 
that's as far as you need to throw it. So I'm not worried about whether we can throw it 75 or 80. We're going to talk about Indiana basketball. Is it time to shelve this season and just start thinking about what could be in 2024-25? We'll talk about that a little bit. We'll talk a little bit about Indiana State basketball because they're ranked for the first time since 1979. 1979, that's damn near a half century. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now for Monday, February 12th, 2024. Brought to you by the great people at MyBookie. Look, MyBookie's just awesome. What they do to enhance your enjoyment of watching sports. You need a little skin in the game? This is the place to go get it. If you had taken Ivan's advice on Friday and made the 12 bets that he told you to, you had have won 20% this weekend. 20% over a weekend. You say, 20%? That's not much. If you make 20% on your stock portfolio over the course of a year, you feel great. This is a good, well, he's a wooden sculpture, but he is a wooden sculpture whose advice paid 20% over the course of a, of a weekend, for God's sake. Um, make sure and subscribe to this channel. Subscribe to Two Big Brains. Give the thumbs up, which means a like. You give a like to the video. It's a polite thing to do, no matter what you're watching. Not just this channel, any channel. Give a like to anything you watch. And then if you want to make a donation, make a donation. Let's talk about sports. We'll do the giveaway as soon as I get the jersey. We had eight people who correctly picked Chiefs by three. Eight. That's how many entries we had. We had a gob of entries Eight of them, a chance to win the autographed jersey. I will fill out tickets for each. We will put them in the incredible prize bucket or a smaller version of the prize bucket because the, the two original prize buckets are already teeming with tickets from people entering a variety of contests before. All right, here, let's talk about reasons for optimism with the Colts. All right, free agency. All right, here, free agents, you know what? Not only are you going to sign other people's free agents, you're going to re-sign your own. And the Colts have three they really need to target, and those are Michael Pittman Jr., Grover Stewart, and Kenny Moore. Get those three. The rest, yeah, if you can get Julian Blackman back, that'd be great, but who can forecast whether or not he's going to be healthy? I think healthy... I swear to God, people have got to stop calling me during these videos. What are you doing? You're interrupting the program. All right. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Let's talk about reasons for optimism with the Colts. You know what? Yes, sign their own free agents. Those three, maybe the fourth in Blackman, good. Then uh, that leaves you money where you can overspend on a guy or two. And what I would like to see the Colts do is target a cornerback. You saw Sneed play yesterday for the Chiefs. I like Snead, despite the fact that he kind of lost his mind in the game last night and sort of head slapped or patted the guy on the head. You know, what are you going to do, right? 
I'm not altogether that worried about it. Uh, Timothy Robinson says, congrats to my fellow Manor, Mackenzie Holmes. Now I use leading uh, all-time scorer. Yes, let's go Maine and let's go Indy. Yeah, Mackenzie Holmes, awesome. And, and I don't worry that it took her an extra year to go get that mark uh, and pass Tyra Buss as the all-time leading women's scorer in Indiana women's basketball history because with injuries, you take into account injuries, Mackenzie Holmes has played three more games than Tyra Buss. No big deal. Mackenzie Holmes, terrific. Tyra Buss, dead to me. As soon as she married uh, Davison, the former, like, 13-year guard for Wisconsin, dead to me. All right. Uh, I like Sneed from the Chiefs. I like Jalen Johnson from the Bears. Go get him. That'd be good. They are both cornerbacks. That is an area of need. You have got to get cornerbacks. And do not try to sell me that the starting cornerbacks who finished the season, right, Jones and Juju, are, are going to be your starting corners. Juju, I can buy. Jones, I cannot buy. All right, uh, the draft. You got a group that might be able to make a difference at 15. 15th overall pick the Colts have. They could trade back and get one of these guys to some of these guys. You look at mock drafts. They don't know which ends up yet. We haven't had the combine. Combine coming up in just over two weeks. Downtown Indianapolis is going to be awesome. I can't wait for the combine. You've got Terry and Arnold, cornerback. Bama could be available at 15. Brock Bowers, tight end. Georgia. If you can get Brock Bowers at 15, you take Brock Bowers at 15. You go get him. How important are tight ends? Go ahead and ask Kyle Shanahan and ask Andy Reid. How important George Kittle and Travis Kelsey are to their respective offenses and their respective starting quarterbacks. Go ahead. Ask them. Uh, how about Roma Dunze? I love Roma Dunze. I'm afraid that he's going to be gone by 15. But you know what? Until draft night, who the hell knows? He could fall in the draft. We don't know. We don't know who's going to be available at 15. People are going to slip. They always slip. People thought that Will Levis was going to be the fifth overall pick last year. They were debating whether Levis or Richardson would go to the Colts. Levis passed all the way through the first round. Are you kidding me? Uh, how about Bo Nix? I know I'm the only guy banging this drum. But I am not convinced that Anthony Richardson can make it through a season intact. I got to see it to believe it. He's got to stop planned runs, death for Anthony Richardson. We saw it three times this past year that he hurt, hurt himself, missed snaps. One time he missed a few snaps. The other time he left the game and didn't come back. And the time after that, he left for the season. I don't want planned runs. I'm not saying don't use your legs. I'm saying, you know what, do what, look, Patrick Mahomes, he had a, uh, a kind of a pre-prescribed run last night. That doesn't happen very often. But when it all breaks down, when it all goes to hell, you can get out in space and get yards like Patrick Mahomes does. Do that, yes. RPOs where you tuck it and take it around the right edge in a regular season game? No, no. Do not do that. Goodness sake. Uh, so you need a backup. Do you want to go out and get like a retread backup guy who might be able to win you a game or two but is going to lose you some games too? You want to go out and get the second coming of Gardner Minshew or you want to sign Gardner Minshew to be the guy who comes to the Colts 
as a backup quarterback again? I don't think that you do. Why not go out and get a guy you don't know? Why not go out and get a guy? And, and you can't rely on it being Mr. Irrelevant, right? You can't rely on that. Brock Purdy, wow, lightning in a bottle, right? Trey Lance, Garoppolo, he went right past him. And he did it in camp. Kyle Shanahan saying, you know, I got to tell you, I think the third-string quarterbacks are best quarterback. And he is. He's really, really good. So... Why not go get that without waiting until the 262nd pick? All right? Take him in the first round. Trade back if you feel like you can and get Bo Nix. I got no problem with that. That'd be fine. Give me Bowers. Give me Nix. Give me a Dunze. Give me Arnold. Ding, 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 ding. You know he's not going to do that. You know Ballard's going to take an edge, don't you? You know that. And it's, we're going to pull our hair out. He may trade back and take an edge. We're going to say, what the hell are you doing? Why are we trading back going after a premium position where only mediocrity is available in the position you're drafting at after you trade back? Why? Why, Chris Ballard? Drives us crazy. But in the meantime, over the next two and a half months prior to the draft, we can hold out hope that somehow logic reigns supreme on West 56th Street and the light goes on. The switch flips. Ed Dodds, Morocco Brown, ding, ding. Chris, Chris, we need weapons. Look at, the, look at the Super Bowl teams. They got great tight ends. They have great wide receivers, mostly. Some of the guys for the Chiefs dropped the ball a little bit, but I'm arguing against myself here. Come on. Let's go get the right guy at the right time to lift this team and, and be, a, uh, be a great player for the Colts rather than a good player for the Colts. We got too many good guys already. Too much good. All right, uh, here's a reason for optimism. There is no chance that the Chiefs win the Super Bowl next year. Zero. There's really not much of a chance they're going to make the Super Bowl. All right, you, you want the list of the teams all time that have won two in a row and failed to win a third? By the way, the list of those who have won a third doesn't exist. There is no list. Nobody's on it. The Packers, they won the first two. The Dolphins, they won two in a row. The Steelers won two in a row twice. The Steel Curtain defense. If you know anything about football, you can name the starting defensive players at each position for the Steelers, right? And you know the weapons that they had with Stallworth and Swan and Franco Harris, Rocky Blyer, Terry Bradshaw is the quarterback. Let's go. Frenchie Fuqua. Kidding me? Great team. Never won a third. Straight. 49ers under Bill Walton. Awesome team. Montana, Steve Young, great quarterbacks. They never got it done. Cowboys, oh, Aikman, Michael Irvin, the all-time leading rusher in NFL history, Emmett Smith. Couldn't get it done the third time. How about the Broncos with Elway? Ding, ding. Didn't get the third. Patriots, they won a gob of them, right? Six of them, but they never put three in a row together. The Chiefs are not going to be able to do it next year. You just can't maintain your health for that long. At some point, people are going to start to break down. You can't play 20 games a season and maintain your health. The Chiefs are going to break, and they're going to break wide open next year and leave the door wide open for a team like the Colts, the Bills, the Ravens. I know putting the Colts in that company is a little bit outrageous, even by my 
liberal definition of optimism. So that's what we got. How about Indiana foot or Indiana basketball? Indiana got trained. Or they they got hor- They were disfigured after the game on Saturday night against the Purdue Boilermakers. Purdue got over on Indiana, beat them by 20-79-59. IU couldn't score. They can't hit threes. They can't score down low against a quality big. It's not good for Indiana, and it would have been many more points they would have lost by if not for C.J. Gunn kind of going on a heater and hitting some threes. So is it time to put away this year's team in our consciousness and get on with uh, the job of trying to figure out what they're going to be on Dan's show today. We talked about what this roster is going to be looking ahead to next year. And it looks pretty damn good if everybody comes back. Two guys can't come back. Walker can't come back. Mm, that's a shame. And Xavier Johnson can't come back. Mm, double shame. But you're going to have Renew. You're going to have Ware. You're going to have Galloway, Leal. You're going to have Cups. All these guys are going to be a year older. You, you are going to have Ja'Kai Newton. You're going to have Peyton Sparks. Uh, who else are you going to have? Uh, Caleb Banks. It, McNeely's coming in as a freshman. And then you've got two scholarships to fill. All right? That's what you got coming next year. This year, the next two games tell the tale. You got to win the next two. You beat Northwestern on Sunday, and you beat Nebraska next Wednesday. Both those games at Simon Scott Assembly Hall, I got hope for you. You lose one of those games, I got no hope for you whatsoever, and we are going to tuck away the 2024 team as a transitional unit and a transitional roster that next year is going to be better because of the return of the players that we have mentioned. All right? Good enough? Is that fair? They win the next two, we're all in. Chips in the middle of the table. They lose either of those next two. We start looking toward 2025 as we have every year for damn near 40. Mm. Mm-mm. Got to get over that hump. Got to get them over the hump. That's what Mike Woodson always says, and we keep waiting. Are they on their way up? Or are they on their way down, or have they fallen off the hump? Do they see the hump? Do they know where it is? Coaching basketball successfully by Morgan Wooten. I'm going to send a copy to Mike Woods. Uh, How good is Purdue? You know what? They're great until the first weekend of the NCAA tournament, and then all of a sudden you got North Texas, you got St. Peter's, you got Fairleigh Dickinson. All, I think, 13, 15, and 16 seed. Mm. Heartbreaking. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so you know it's going to happen. You, this is who they are. This is what Purdue is. You know, it's, it's a shame the last three years that they've lost to uh, double-digit plus seeds. But you know what? That's the program. Love Purdue. Love the guys who play there. Love Matt Painter as a coach. But that's the way it is. We're going to watch them as Indiana fans. We're going to watch them win another Big Ten title. And then go into March with a big head of steam and pop. Uh, Indiana State ranked for ranked for the first time since 1979. That Larry Bird was playing in college. In uh, Josh Schertz is one hell of a coach. He's in his third year. He was 11 and 20 in the first year, 23 and 13 last year. He's 22 and three this season. He came from Division II Lincoln Memorial. You can get a good coach anywhere. They're everywhere. 
They're at all levels. Quality leaders are everywhere. Josh Schertz is a quality leader. He was a quality leader at Lincoln Memorial. He is a quality leader at Indiana State. That's the way it works. Leadership translates levels. He is a really good Missouri Valley Conference coach. People ask, where do you go if you're Indiana to go get the next guy? And they say, no crapping around. We've got to get uh, you know, Chris Beard or uh, Oates. Why? Why we got to do that? We've been down that road many, many times. Many times. I'd rather stick it out with Woodson than go take the easy route of hiring some, you know, hiring the hot guy. How'd that work out for Texas, right? Hiring Shaka Smart from VCU. He's the hot guy. Got to get the hot guy. Bring the hot guy in here. And who'd they hire now? Chris Beard. But unfortunately, Chris Beard, uh, his, his stay in Austin uh, was shorter than expected. Anyway, let's not get, get into all that. Indiana has got to do what's right for Indiana, just like Purdue did what's right for Purdue. Mike Woodson might be the answer. He might still be the answer to the, uh, the riddle, who can lead Indiana out of the darkness? We shall see if it's Mike Woodson. If, if it's not, just hire a great leader. Go find somebody who comes into the room and you're like, that's my guy. I don't care where he came from. A lot of guys like that. So we'll see what happens. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting. This offseason is going to be interesting, but we're not there yet. We got another month plus to go in this season. So let's try somehow, some way to enjoy it, shall we? Tomorrow morning, breakfast with Kent, bright and early. I'm going to get a good night's sleep, so God help me. I'm going to be energetic and ready to go. That's what we, This morning I was energetic. I was not ready to go. I'm not sure exactly what I said this morning, but I've been told by those who would tell me the opposite, I made some sense. <laughs>